Testicle one, two. Put your hands together for Donnie and the Machine. Oh! <laughs> give it up, Donnie and the Machine, episode number 19, just trucking along, huh? Did we get the number right this time? Yeah, this is definitely yeah. episode 19. Alright. Yeah, we have a, a very special guest in the house, one of my best friends in the world. Congratulations, you made the team. Uh-oh. Kevin Muscarello. Ow. Wow. You are here on the show. I just want to give a little behind the scenes. Do it. You both just turned a light switch on as soon as Dude, I'm telling you, I love I love doing this podcast. I was excited about this when I when I found out about doing this Wednesday. I was like, oh my god, our podcasting Friday. This is gonna be so much fun. <laughs> I mean, I hate to pull back the curtain, but it was like, all right, let's do this podcast. Hey, Johnny <laughs> in the machine. It's like, oh my god, episode number. 19. Wow. That's how it looks. We look depressed, right? Now until yeah, until, until it started. starts. And then it's okay. I'm telling you, I like doing the podcast. And uh, Kevin, I just want to thank you for uh, being on my show here. Our show, Sabri, The Machine. My pleasure. It's actually the Donnie show, but it's okay. <laughs> Donnie with The Machines. Donnie and The Machine. Yes. Donnie and The Machine. So, Kevin, congratulations. You made the team. Wow. I'm, you were the one. You. I, I selected you to be a part of my groomsmen, dude. I'm honored. And it was it's awesome. Absolute pleasure. Dude, we had such a good time. That was great. Your wedding was awesome. It, it was, was a fun time. time. Dude, let's talk about planning weddings, though. Me and you, dude, we just did that. Well, correct. Halfway. Kind of. What do you mean? Like, did, did, were, you, did, were you involved in it a lot, Kevin? Like, did you have to do a lot? Um, We got, we went to a hotel and they, like, did everything. <laughs> yeah. We, like, they did. But, like, what was your role in, in like, in planning everything? You, were you just like, yeah, Je- yeah, Jess, this is what we're doing. And that's, I mean,. Would you? How did it work out? No, I mean, I I wanted to make sure we had a good DJ. She was in charge of like flowers, and everything else was done. Dude, can I tell you that we were not happy with the DJ at the end of the night? Why? He was not very nice to our wedding planner. Really? Yeah, he was kind of rude. Yeah, and he wouldn't listen to what we were saying to play, and he kept playing songs that we didn't want him to play, and it was just not very good. Was really? It, was yeah, it? we told him too. Like we 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 emailed him and said, "Hey, man, that's." Like we were really dissatisfied with the product, and it's unfortunate. Did you say Despacito four times in a row? And you wouldn't do it. <laughs> Play Despacito. That's what I want to hear. Back nah, to back to back. It's all right though. No hard feelings, right? We still had a good time. Was he a friend of a friend? Yeah, that's the problem. That's all right. It was still a good time though. I still had a great time. Yeah, I didn't notice. I think everyone was. But like when you go back to planning the wedding, though, it's like, dude, my wife. She just, like, this is what we're doing. This is how I think we should do it. And then, you know, she obviously asked me what my opinions were, and I gave her my opinions. But at the same time, it's like... Did they matter? <laughs> what she wanted was going to happen, and that's, like, the, that's it. You, yeah, do, you get to, Don't you get to that breaking point where you're like, I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, no. Wait, yeah, the exactly. day of, you're like, uh, I, don't I just want to have a good time. Down. Yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. It's all paid for. Who cares? That's it. That's how I felt. I'm yeah. like, I just want to have a good time and then forget about everything and then go to go to Bali and have a good time. The good, I, the thing that I did notice is you after you have yours, you like can enjoy other weddings more. Because yeah. before yours, you're like, fuck, they did that. That's super cool. And then like, <laughs> you and, know what? Yeah. I'll tell you, I don't know that I ever, I, I don't know that I felt that way. Like, I went to a, obviously a handful of weddings before I had my wedding, and I feel like I had just as much fun. Yeah, I know, but you kind of. I mean, like obviously, my wedding. Yeah, obviously, my wedding was like for me. It was, it was good because you know it's like a party for our relationship, and it was definitely like intense and fun and a lot of emotions, you know. But like, 
going to other weddings, I felt like I could still have a good time. You know what I mean? Right. No, I mean, you could still have a good time, but before yours, you're like, oh, we should do that, or oh, no, fuck that. We're not doing that. That's ridiculous. And But then after yours, you're like, it's over. Who yeah. cares? I don't, I don't <laughs> give a shit what happens. It's over. So... Oh man! The best part of your wedding was the best man speech. Oh, I you know it was. <laughs> Sabri the machine. It was. Did a I great, tell you about that? It was no. a great speech. I wrote it the night before. Oh yeah, I remember. As Brandon that. was sleeping next to me. <laughs> Unreal. It was good. It was a tearjerker. You got me going. I was crying a little bit. It was a little laughter, a little crying. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a good one, man. <laughs> I might have an unpopular opinion here, but out of all the weddings I've been to, I generally think best man speeches kind of beat bridesmaid speeches please send all of your hate mail to donnie and the machine <laughs> well that's because usually bridesmaid speeches are always just all sentimental aren't they yeah i mean totally a generalization but i've heard a lot more best man speeches and i'm like oh yeah that's good interesting but, but i don't know maybe it's just because we're guys and we relate yeah. better. right man we're just you know short there's no sweet, sentimental stuff get to the point i don't know i guess it was it was sentimental like you got i got little sentimental yeah you got a little Joked sentimental up? Yeah, I definitely did. I definitely did for me, for sure. Would you guys, both of you, would you have done anything differently? Uh, probably not as extravagant. Really? Yeah. That's, yeah. Kevin's like, I would have been more extravagant. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have rode in on a golden tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Is it worth the money? Who knows? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just one giant party, and that's it. Yeah. And you do it. And it's over. And then it's over. Dude, it goes by so fast, it though. It's such a whirlwind of emotion. Yeah, dude, that night was over, you know? It was yeah. over so fast. And, like, as it was going by, I was like, oh, my God, there's three hours left of this extravagant party that we've planned for two years for. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My biggest regret would be to not have a, the Dusky wedding where they throw money at me when we dance. <laughs> That's There will be money thrown. And I'll be and sweeping be it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on my hands and knees. <laughs> I'll make sure it's thrown at you. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Thank Dude, you. take us through what goes on in your, your kind of wedding, Sabri. Like, what what happens in a I mean, Muslim wedding? Ooh. I mean, we have, obviously, there's the basic wedding. Like, the thing where everybody walks out. You know, typical wedding style. Everybody gets introduced. All the bridesmaids, mm -hmm. all the groomsmen. Uh, you know, bride and groom come out, have their dance with the father, blah, 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 all that stuff. But basically, the rest of the night is just traditional music and traditional dancing. Throwing money is a typical custom. They throw it at the bride and groom, which oh. means the band gets to keep all that. You believe that? Really? Yeah. So, like, Eastern European, like, bands, when they get wedding gigs, they're like, fuck yeah, dude. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Really? So, all the extra money that gets thrown goes to the band? Why doesn't it go to the bride and groom? Because they're playing the music. They're setting the mood. And when they play, especially, like... For the older people, when they hear those old songs, like those, you know, songs that get the feels going, uh -huh. they put like they put like hundred dollar bills or twenty dollar bills in the fucking drummers, uh, you know, on their head in their in Jesus. their hands. Yeah. So this is a celebration for the band. Why don't they give them no, money? No, it's couple? just because the <laughs> I need a new career. <laughs> yeah. Well, the money for the couple all came in, you know, through the envelope. Speaking but... of the band, what we just uh, let's talk about what we just did for the last two hours. Jam sesh. Jam session. <laughs> Kevin, you're you're an extremely talented musician, man. Thanks. Dude, and you came in here and uh you were playing on your drum machine and you were calling the shots, telling Sabi like, yo, this is what we gotta do, this is how it's gotta be. Let's roll that back, play that back, play it with this tone, play it with that, play it with this. Dude, you were good. You're, it's good it's fun to watch someone just like have it and just do it. I mean, yeah. It's in my element. That's what I do. Yeah. 
Well, explain a little bit about what you do. So Kevin Muscarello, best friend of mine, best friend of ours, Sab. Uh, known you for a long time. You play the drums, a great drummer. You and now you uh, are a sound technician for fe- music festivals and all that. Yeah, I have two jobs. I have a boring nine to five job, which is an events planner for a lot of corporate gigs and stuff. But then I get to travel to big music festivals and have fun with my friends and kind of fuck around and get to watch awesome music all the time. That's awesome. So you said you had some music festival stories. This is just. Let's just dive right into one. <laughs> um, okay. Um, uh, this is probably uh, probably five or six years ago when Macklemore had that hit. Uh, what it shot. is, what it does, what it is, what it is it. Looking for a better, better, get it, better, get it, get I actually heard that song today in my gym class. No, this is. I don't know what he said. Whatever. That the first big hit. That was it. That was part of its song. Macklemore. Yeah, that's not yeah. thrift shop. shop. <sighs> Whatever, dude. All right, whatever. Continue. So, so uh, we're always behind. This was at a uh, Bonnaroo, and we're always behind the main stage, and we share like the same bathrooms as all the artists. So, it, they were playing like a shitty Sunday 2 p.m. spot, and I had to run on my truck because I had like five minutes to pee between bands, and I'm standing there, and some dude in a flannel shirt like taps me on the shoulder, and he's like. Hey, can I cut in front of you? And I was, I was like, no. He <laughs> just looked like some hipster dude. And I was like, no, because I didn't know. I'd never seen the music video or anything. And uh, he looked at me like I was like, he's like, fuck you. So I go in, I pee, and as I walk out, this dude gives me a super dirty look. And I sit back down to my computer, and I'm looking at this band walk on stage, and it was fucking Ryan Lewis. I didn't I had no idea what that dude looked like. His like DJ person. Uh-huh. And as soon as I fucking saw him on the monitor, I was like. Oh, I should have let him cut. <laughs> like that that's not good. So That's all right. You told him what's up. Well, you know, I was just stupid. Kevin, and I was dude, the I sound wouldn't have job. been as good if you didn't release your urine at the time. <laughs> <laughs> the the webcast would have been completely off. But Yeah, completely. <laughs> but yeah, I mean we were around people like that and you know. I was like, like I was behind. It was like a Coachella, I think, and Hannibal Burris was introducing all the acts, mm-hmm. and Lionel Richie was uh, playing, and I was like, I was, I was not even as big of a Lionel Richie fan as a Hannibal Burris fan, and I saw him, and I was like, oh my god, I have to talk to this dude. So we like joked around for five minutes about like Lionel Richie taking diarrhea shits in the party, <laughs> and dude, Hannibal Burris is hilarious. I he's just unreal. Special. He's yeah. so good. Yeah, Chicago native. He's funny, dude. But, yeah. So, I mean, we go out and we work really hard and we stay up all night and sleep for three hours and drink too much and then <laughs> do it all the next day. And it's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. So, they, they like last two or three days, these yeah, festivals? I mean, Friday, Saturday, Sunday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. But, but we're there like Tuesday. And you're running the whole thing, man. That's crazy. Yes, me personally. I'm <laughs> running the entire thing. Just running Is around. It, you're doing the sound for the the webcast. Though. We're no, I'm well. I used to do that kind of stuff, but okay. now I'm doing the actual webcast and the QC oh. and all that stuff. So. Okay. Through a friend, through Chicago recording. So is company. it different people who are doing the live sound for the arena? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Uh, do you, how long have you been playing drums now? Um, when did you start playing drums? How'd you get into that? I don't know. I was like five. Like when, you know, moms buy 
you know, for Christmas you get like toys and stuff. My mom would always buy drum sets for me. And then I'd play with screwdrivers and then get a new one the next year. So I probably since I was like five or something. Nobody, nobody was playing in your family that you were like, I got to play the drums. Your mom just got you the drums and that's it. No, my dad always played guitar. My brother played bass, but we weren't like the Partridge family or anything. (laughs) We just, you know, we would play together, but. So she wanted a family band. Yes. She was the Joe Jackson. Okay. No, my dad would be more (laughs) of the Joe Jackson. (laughs) I was the Tito always, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I played forever. That's funny, man. You were on the drum line in high school. I was. I've been in jazz bands, symphonic bands, drum lines. I played in a country band in Texas for two and a half years. Yeah, that's right. I forgot you lived in Texas. Tell, tell me a little bit about that. How was that? Lived down there for two years? Yeah. What I were you doing down there? What kind of work went to doing? school, and then I was playing in a traveling country band, and I was a stage drummer. And That's cool. How many shows were you guys playing a week? Uh, we'd always play Friday, Saturday, sometimes Sundays. So three a week. Played for three hours a night. Dude. Three hours. That's fun, man. Yeah. It was like two hours of covers and then one hour of originals. But that was tough. It was a job for sure. Did you guys write, did you write stuff or you were just playing their songs? I didn't. It was the singer. It was the singer's band. Uh You know, country music. It's like Toby Keith, Dirks Bentley. It's <laughs> Danny Colby, <laughs> yeah. but it's it was his band. It was his everything. It was show up, get paid. You know, be here, be there. Yeah, practice every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, but, interesting. I mean, we played some really cool shows, and then we also played a show in a place called Waller, Texas, for six people, and it was two of them were bartenders. <laughs> so we had everything in between. Dude, when you pull and you like to play, you like to play. You know, I don't know. Lately, I've been having these inclinations to play music again. And then, you know, before the podcast started, we're sitting here and we're playing. And dude, I like, I felt like my music talent just is time struck in 2005. That's because like, that's it, when you played all the time. Yeah. And I, you know, you just stop playing and it, that's it. It doesn't progress anymore. And then like when you pick up the guitar again, you just kind of play what you used to play back then. And then I got the machine over here telling me he doesn't like it. Dude, this sucks. <laughs> Do something oh, else. I, yeah. And it does suck. It's got to be better than that. But then again, I haven't picked up my guitar. I can never pick up my guitar. I pick up my guitar like once every two or three weeks. That's not enough. You got to play every day. Oh, absolutely. You yeah. know, like if you want to. If you want to progress. If yeah. you want to progress, you got to play every single day. You got to write music every day. I just listened to a podcast with Chris Stapleton. Okay. And uh, he was saying how he writes a song every single day, a couple songs a day. Yeah, you can't really? be you picking know? up the guitar and playing Sum 41 and Backstreet Boys covers. <laughs> no, you can't. Why playing not? It. <laughs> <laughs> but they're so good. The songs are still so good. That's how you get the girls to scream, oh my God. <laughs> That's true. No, but it's so hard. We're sitting there. We're trying to write a song. Dude, it's the most difficult thing absolutely it's not definitely not coming back to me naturally i don't know how I think, the but we, we used to play in a loud environment yeah we did you know now we're just in like a little studio room we used to play in a loud environment like loud drums bass guitars yeah. microphones like dude honestly i feel like my hearing is like suffered because of that you used to play dude kevin we used to play super loud and we used to play like three four nights a week we used to go in the shop. We were playing super loud. Everything half was, stacks and half blaring. stacks. Yeah, I don't know why we th- we were like we need half stacks. Why? <laughs> why did we need half stacks? The amount there of was money, no reason. For the it. amount of money that Nick and Joe spent on us. I know three thousand dollar guitar just because like oh my god you know I'm gonna be famous. <laughs> Jesus, unbelievable, God. But it wasn't again. It's not 
like what we just did it's it's too much like you were just play to practice and you'd play to have fun but yeah when you're sitting in front of a recording rig right here yeah and you're, and you're like trying, trying to force get, something out yeah it's just not natural yeah exactly dude like bands got, don't just just record they practice non-stop and that's how they get good yeah, yeah right and i think just like anything you gotta be yourself you gotta put yourself in your music and you gotta be authentic and it's gonna be good and people are gonna like it if you're trying to do something different that's not you uh, you can see through that stuff yeah. you know people know and you, and you'll know it's not fun for you anymore right you know you gotta just do what you like and that's the thing like me and sabri we always clicked when it came to writing music yeah right didn't we we, we did. would just do like a, a riff and then we just come up with something nice but and here's the thing at that time we're listening to the same exact stuff we all like the same exact music yeah. every you know same exact bands yeah so you fast forward we, 12 years like we're not musically the same people definitely at all zero so like i listen to this stuff that i like you listen to this stuff that you like and now we're like well, maybe not like that maybe not like that yeah right. like we tried writing we tried like working on something together and the stuff that i was playing sabri was not digging and the <laughs> stuff that he was playing i was interested in i was open i just don't know how to play like i'm not very versatile on the guitar like right. i can play some things but i'm not super versatile yeah, but you, you know? can't you can't go into it saying I'm just gonna write a song that people like. You have to do what you like. And yeah. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like then, the whole punk rock you, mentality. But yeah, you gotta tell Sabri that though. Like every no. time we start on something, <laughs> every time we start on something today, it was like, uh, yeah, no, it's stupid. No one's gonna like that. Cause I don't like it. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I yeah. like to get the juices flowing. We just gotta write. Our, we just gotta play. I just wanted a fresh take on something. I didn't want the same old power chords. Right. Yeah. Like the same I mean I don't know Whatever I just wanted something fresh And it felt like We're going backwards To 2006 Yeah but For sure But this, then again For me This is the first time I've ever You know Attempted well, to I write apologize. a song And play Yeah you better You better apologize Jeez No I'm just kidding It's cool It's fine Okay uh -oh. So he's gonna pick up and leave, and that's fine. But Kevin, it's just <laughs> what are we gonna you. do? It's just Donnie and the Kev right it's now. It's just Donnie and the Kev. There's oh, no machine. My God. Oh wait. While while the machine's going. No, dude. We don't do phones. We don't do phones. No, yet. no. I I just I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. Oh, Bitches. Right. What was that all about? Oh, okay. I see what you did there. All right. Anyway, Kevin. What can we do to? I mean, let's, let's look at shit. We should set up a time once a week to play and jam. Like, yeah. you should come over and just jam. Well, I'm about to have a cool basement once it gets redone. That's what I'm waiting for. And yeah. I'm about to have a real drum set. Sorry, yeah. Jess. Yeah. I apologize for now. <laughs> In the future. <laughs> and then we can be as loud as we want. That's right. So Because we we're not recording or playing. In a... I hope you soundproof it well enough that she won't complain. Uh, she's gonna complain. Okay. It's gonna be loud. It's gonna regardless. Yeah. And then kids are gonna be coming around, and yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta be quiet, guys. We don't have that much time to do this shit anymore. <laughs> are you we are don't. you announcing something on the podcast? <laughs> oh my god, is this is this an announcement? No, I'm definitely not having <laughs> not, any. Not from him. No. There won't be any spawns running around anytime soon. That's for sure. Right. Cool. Next Lord time I see Danielle, she's peeing on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. There ain't gonna be no spawns of Donnie and the machine running around. Not well, yet. Especially not there's, the probably, uh, there's probably a few machines out there. There's a few laptops out Get there. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? In all sorts they're of different They're probably iPhones right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I'm not going to go there. Yeah. Not. I think it's better. So Christmas is coming. Christmas is like three days away. So you know, Kevin, what we've been doing oh. three days, three oh. weeks. Three days. <laughs> three weeks away. Uh, 
we've been doing this meditation challenge. Okay. And we started it November 20th and we've been meditating every single day. Uh, and we got to do okay. it for 30 days. And the whole idea is for Sabri to quit smoking. Okay. <laughs> getting, I'm getting close. How's it, how's it going? Listen, for me, I like it. I start my day with the meditation every day. What, what does that mean? So, like, I'll use this app that we use on the phone. It's called Oak. You can spell it O-A-K. Oak. Oh, I was using another one. What was the other one? Oh, Headspace? Headspace. Do you like the Headspace app? I mean, I liked it so far. Yeah? Yeah. I never... I, I actually haven't... liked it when I... When you use it? it? Yeah? yeah? Interesting. No, I haven't used the Headspace app once. I've been using the Oak app, and it's awesome. So and what do you do? It's guided meditation. You just, like, kind of just sit, relax... And then you focus on your breaths and then you listen to the voice and it tells you what to do. Just kind of focusing on being in the present moment, focusing on breathing and it was kind that's of, it. it was relaxing. Yeah, it's it definitely relaxing. You just focus on your breathing and you close your eyes and you just breathe and relax and you don't think about anything except your breaths. I don't think I could do that. You it's, could. It's I didn't think so either, but you, you can. Yeah. yeah. You feel much better. And then like I, I find too, like when I get into times of like distress during the day or whatever, I think back to the time that I've been meditating or when I was meditating and I just feel kind of more, I just feel more relaxed. All right. That's nice. I don't know. Yeah. If I, I, well, the whole idea extended because, you know, Sabri smokes like a, you know, a chimney and we're trying to, well, I, I was trying to like get him to stop doing that. And the whole idea I thought was like change your mindset do some sort of meditation, get into like the proper mindset. If you want to, like if there's a behavior that, that you don't like anymore and you right. want to change it, like get yourself in the mindset to change a behavior. So that's what I wanted the, 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 uh, the meditation to lead to, but it's been, you know, he's been not smoking as much. That's good. Yeah. Slow. Do you enjoy Slow. your meditation? I do. I, I do. actually. Dude, I really like doing it too. I look forward to it in the morning. Really? Yeah. I look forward to it. At I five in the morning. So I start the meditation at like somewhere between like 5.35 and 5.45. Oh my God. And I do it, but I do it for 10 minutes, 15 minutes max. No, I would do There's it basically. nothing I want to do at 5.45 in the morning no. besides drive off a cliff. I would, <laughs> I, dude, I really enjoy my morning. Even though it's hard to wake up at 5 at times, like I enjoy the things that I do in the morning. Like I make my coffee, I prepare my green shake i like preparing my lunch and everything together and i like play with my dogs let them out feed them and then i sit and do the meditation and it's fun i drink the coffee oof it's the best wow. well, i drink the coffee first <laughs> and then i do the meditation <laughs> so part of the deal was we also had to do five yoga classes within the, the 30 days okay i'm i've already done two okay sabri let me see your splits how many classes have you done i've done none Sabri's done zero classes yeah. before it, Christmas. I've done the meditation. It's but three days away, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the last day is December twentieth. Right, we it's talked. December we 8th. talked about this. I think with Kendall, though. Think about this. The whole point of this challenge was to get me to quit smoking, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm. The whole thing was like he came up with this thing where like okay, all of us are gonna meditate and all of us are gonna do yoga, but you in addition have to quit smoking. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> well, Danny, you're before the 20th. You have to learn Mandarin. <laughs> so I'll, I'll put that caveat in. If he quits smoking, you need to speak fluent Mandarin. Well, I just feel like because of that behavior that you exhibit on a daily basis that's killing you slowly, uh, I just I came up with this idea. And it's like helping us all change for the better. And I know people that are listening to this, and they think it's beneficial for them, too. Oh, absolutely. It I mean, is. You know? It comes from I, a good place. I do not disagree at all. Yeah, it's coming from a good place. Well, I just, like, there's, if you can point out something that I should, you know, like, want to change, that's bad habit. I mean, we talked about, like, cutting out all sugar, uh -huh. but 
I like I like pigging out two days a week, and I feel like my weight is at a good weight, and I, my you know my body composition is good, and I'm comfortable with the way I look and feel, and like perform in my sports and in the you know in the weight room and all that. So like I don't feel the need to change the way I'm eating. I feel like I'm doing a good job with that. You yeah. know what I mean? And I like pig out when I'm pig out. Hence why I didn't go for that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like I didn't like I thought about it. I thought about not eating a t- not eating sugar and carbs altogether but like my workouts would suffer yeah and i would have just been more lethargic because you you need some sort of carbohydrate especially when i plan it out the way i do in my week like i only eat my carbs on the weekends saturday friday and saturday and that's it during during the week that's your world you know you know best yeah (laughs) well i mean it's not the best it's just what i find that's uh beneficial for me and there's a lot of science that backs it up and it helps me out and it's been it's been good, but yeah, man. So yeah, you 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 know you're you're limiting the smoking. You're getting yourself in that mindset. The yoga, I'm telling you, you got to do it. I took Zach the other day. I Did you hot took, yoga? Yeah, hot yoga. Did you really? Yeah, there's 75 minute classes or 80 minute classes. Jesus. Yeah, dude. It, it's nice, dude. I love it. Really? Yeah, it's nice. Why people don't do more yoga is, I don't know. I don't get it. It's beyond I, I me. I think a lot of people do. A lot of people do, but a lot of people are like, hey, like, let's say like you go up to 10 people on the street. How many of them do you think we're going to be like, yeah, yeah, I've done yoga. Depends how many are girls. It, dep- it depends how many white chicks you ask. There <laughs> are a lot of girls that go do yoga. Of Definitely not just, many guys. It's just, been a, it's just been a stigma where it's like, you know, yoga's for girls. Oh, it's, it's not God, true. It's the stupidest stigma ever. Isn't it? Just like the stigma's always been for girls, like girls who don't educate themselves. They're like, I don't want to lift weights. I don't want to get big. That's, it doesn't mean that. That's a great point. You know what I mean? That's a great point. So, Yeah, for sure. But you just got to educate yourself. There's definitely benefits to the weight training. There's definitely benefits to the yoga. Yeah, being everybody. flexible, being, uh, you know, again, focusing on your breaths and then, like just de-stressing and relaxing and getting in the proper mindset. I agree. It's important. And I did two classes already. I got three more to go. I actually just bought 10 sessions at the place I was at. What is it, Core Power? No, dude, it's called Tri-Balance Yoga. It's good. It's, a, it's like a yoga studio on steroids. There's so many different yoga rooms. Really? Yeah. And the hot yoga room is massive. How do, how do you feel about King Spa? Have you ever been there? What's that? What's that? It's like uh, you pay like, what is it? 35 40 It wasn't expensive. But basically you walk in and boys and girls are separate locker rooms. Mm-hmm. Because in the locker room that you get undressed, you have to wear the shirt and shorts they give you. You can't wear your What clothes. is it? Just like a... Just it's a, a spa. So you go and just get massage. But they have like, yeah, you can get massage, but they have like 20, like 15 different types of saunas. So like certain sauna has like certain rocks, different energy. There's a ah. really hot, hot sauna where you can't stand up because it's like too thick. You have to like sit down. I've listened to a podcast with Dr. Rhonda, Rhonda Patrick, and she talks about all the positive benefits of a sauna and what it does to like to help you recover and like just... It helps also the aging process too. Mm. I don't know the freaking science behind it, but when she says it, the crazy thing about that place is that you can stay overnight. Really, you can sleep there. Okay, that's interesting. Really, for thirty bucks? Yeah, you can stay overnight. Like there's like a little upper area where there's like for thirty bucks. Yeah, dude, it's like where is it? There's one in Niles. What's it called? King Spa. King Spa. Yeah. Interesting. Have you been there? I went once, yeah. And did you stay overnight? You can play chess. They have a food court. <laughs> Sold me. Yeah. Wow. I tried Sold all me the on saunas. the chess. Yeah. How was it? It was it was a good experience. Yeah? Did you go in like a cold one? 
Yeah, I did. There's a cold one. There's a super, super hot one. There's like ones that like are supposed to be different energy, you know? What do you mean different energy? What does that mean? I don't know. There's, there's plaques that explain all the saunas, like what they're doing. It was a long time ago, so I don't remember everything. Mm. But what, do you, what do you have to wear, though? Are you wearing it's a, it's people's like, It's like gym clothes, clothes, like PE clothes. It's just a shirt and shorts that they give you. Can you go shirtless? I don't know. <laughs> I don't believe you pop so. that jersey what if it's What if it's too hot and you can't? You I, know? I don't think you can go shirtless. What do you know? Do you remember the temperature? The, the hot, 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 hot. Tell me all the temperatures. All, all I know, it was super hot because, like, when you would stand up, all the hot air, you, like, you couldn't breathe. So mm-hmm. everybody, most people were sitting down. Yeah. You still get the effect, but the humidity it was, like, it yeah. was hard to breathe. I used to use steam rooms a lot. Yeah. Yeah. When I was getting certified to be a personal trainer, I'd go to this high-end gym down in the city when I was a senior in high school. I would take a train. Yeah. After after school was over, and I'd go downtown, and I'd go to this high-class health club at the time. Back what in, was it? Back in 07. It was in River North. It was nice, dude. Was it FFC? Um, I think it's an FFC now. It's not. It wasn't called FFC. It was called Holmes Place back then. It was a, a health club that came from the UK over to the United States, and uh-huh. then they made a name for themselves called Holmes Place. And um, I would use the facilities there before class started because class started at five thirty. I used to get there at like four, four fifteen. I'd work out, I shower, I'd sauna, well, I'd sauna, and then shower, steam room, and then go to class. Why are some of those gyms so expensive though? Um, I mean, it's just super like upscale, you know, it's clean, well, like, it is. it's got good equipment. Dude, when Jess and I were living in the gold the people coast, are, you know, like, yeah, but like, like East bank, I club, got more money than you, you know, East bank club, right? Yeah. It's one of those clubs. Yeah. But that's like the minimum package, like what? $150 a month. Something like that. I don't know. I haven't. I don't, that's, that's Jess, I don't we, belong there. When we went, when we lived in the gold coast, <laughs> we went to the FFC in the gold coast. And it was super nice. Like, yeah. What is it? Sauna. Sixty-five bucks, eighty-five bucks a month there. I, don't know, I think the two of us was like one hundred and sixty-five a month or something. I don't, I don't know, something like that. A car payment. <laughs> <laughs> I worked. But, I worked at the one in Oak Park. That's sixty-five bucks a month, or it was sixty-five bucks a month. I mean, you're getting a lot of good. You are good stuff. And with that, it. like, it's it, a great so gym. We we would love it because it was super sweet. Everything was included. And now we go to the LA Fitness and Displays. They don't give you a towel. You have to bring your own lock. It's like all sorts of. You just kind of don't get the. Oh. No, no, but no. And I told Jess after like the first time we were there at the FFC, it was like either really old dudes or like really good looking young people. So at the FFC, I was like a two, but at the LA Fitness, I'm like a solid seven and a half. (laughs) (laughs) I like my chances really. Nonsense, dude. You're a 10 everywhere. So so the lock and the towel is worth extra. No, 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 but I mean, they had like, they had all sorts of different shit. I'll I'll admit it. My gym, I pay $14 a month. That's awesome. It's the gym is shit. Like it's not. Yeah. Anything fancy or whatever, but it gets the job done. Wherever you go, there's going to be a naked old man brushing his teeth. Every so time. you see his front and his back. You know, dude, the gym I go to is, I haven't seen any like old naked people in the locker room. Really? Like, yeah, like I do every day. Every day, every time. Every day I do. They just <laughs> most of the time right next to me. They're, they're always like combing their hair for 30 minutes. Nah, dude, I don't know. <laughs> but I know, I know what you're talking about, though. <laughs> it's definitely happening. By me, <laughs> by me, it's full. Well, yeah, I used to work at that gym that you yeah. go to. I'm sure there's pretty much half the people are still the same. You'll probably like recognize people. Possibly, possibly, yeah. I don't know. No, this is something I don't know about. <laughs> that's Sab- That's what Sabri does that's after what he I talks. Do. He talks a little go bit. Go listen says to the something. podcast. I'll probably be like, 
<laughs> He'll say something. According like to Danny. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. It should make it a drinking game. Every time right. Sabri... Every time... <laughs> people get shit-faced. Probably. <laughs> I, I, we don't condone that kind of behavior here at this at this no, podcast. Donnie, it's a straight-edge podcast. No, yeah. Straight-edge podcast. All right, man. Uh, should we just call it a day yeah, here? Yeah, Kevin. Thank you for coming. My pleasure. Yo, we're about to release some music, though. Look out. What's going to be your handle? What? What's going to be your handle? I mean, when I work, Black Kev is probably... Black, probably. Black Kev and the Machine featuring Donnie? Yeah. Are you going to play the song we just made? There's no way you... We didn't... We didn't so what are you going to play right now? Black Kev, Donnie and the I'm Machine? Gonna play, uh, I'm going to play the song we're trying to cover. How about that? That's a good song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Kevin, thanks for coming, man. I love yeah. you. You're a good guy. You're funny. I love your... Uh, you're so inspiring with music. I mean, you came in here with your drum machine, calling, calling the shots, and it makes me want to keep writing and keep doing this every single day. So let's uh, let's keep getting together. Let's keep playing. Let's have some fun with it. Black Kev, Dining the Machine. Love you. <laughs> Closing out. <laughs> Love you all. Peace. Bye, machine. Yeah. I'll admit I was wrong. What else can I say, girl? Can't you play my head and not my heart? I was drunk, I was gone, that don't make it right, but promise there were no feelings involved.